The episode Creative Communications with Vinny Postivo is streaming now. Welcome back to another episode. In this episode, I am joined by Vinny Fastivo. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me, Vinny. That's right. You got the last, and by the way, a lot of syllables in my last name, so I really appreciate. Hey, I, I feel heard, and that's important. Uh, Podestivo doesn't roll a, a lot. Pasta vino, uh, uh po- positivo i get a lot um but either way it's an honor to have my name and hear it and it's great to see you again we just got to spend yes. some time together in real life yes and um, connect and um this is the members um who weren't aware um me and Vinny have been trying to get this episode started for quite some time um there was some delay which i'll explain in a separate episode but there was a tornado watch (laughs) i mean yes there was a tornado watch which initially canceled the episode but we tried to schedule it way before the tornado again i live in florida so i'm okay yeah Um, you're okay it didn't hit um my area it hit more of the um newport richie um siesta key type areas um don't quote me on that. I'm not entirely sure, but I know it didn't hit my area. I'm specifically more of the up Florida type area. So- safety. You you are safe. And Dion, this is my first podcast where um, I met you in real life and then we're oh. recording afterwards. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. It's cool oh. to have like a friend who podcasts and then get to be on their podcast. That's a pretty, this is a pretty cool thing for me. So thank you for having a podcast and being creative. And that's <laughs> for so long as a creator it's a very lonely process especially at like a tv network like mtv or bravo it sounds lovely but it's a job it's there's exclusivity there's security there are gates you know what i mean it's where what we get to do now in podcasting and how we get to be creative and, and use that in communication is so cool and it's just it's so cool that we didn't even get to meet it, it, because of the recording we met in real life and now we're actually recording because of our connection in real life that's really meaningful so i appreciate that of course um for those of you who need a catch-up um i was very honored to attend a con a podcast conference called podfex expo courtesy see i got the pin courtesy of alex <laughs> from podmatch and my beloved guest Vinny has one as well he was um nice enough to be handing out tickets and i was the chosen one um star wars analogy there (laughs) a lot of star wars analogies were used um i was the chosen one to be able to attend that conference and um i was just eating lunch um the podcast i suppose a podcast conference um in orlando um which is not too far from where i'm from so i was eating lunch i was rushing to another session I was, I was, I was like, um, what's an analogy, a sci-fi analogy on hyper, hyper speed or hyper jet or hyper drive. I yeah, was, warp speed. Yeah, <laughs> warp speed, yes. Um, I wanted to mingle, but I also wanted to eat. Um, I was trying to appear on another show that was happening at noon, but they were having a dance party. And as much as I love to dance, um, I just really wanted to eat. So um, I was sitting at like a pod match hangout that Alex sort of organized, um, which we can never find majority of the time. So I was eating and I was hearing Vinny's name. I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't he try to be on my show? And I, um, for some reason, couldn't have him on because of my crazy life. I'm like, wait. And you kept talking and talking. I'm like, he looks familiar. Because <laughs> I, I said this with everyone because there were some... There was the Hulu app or whatever it was called mm-hmm. that connected people who were attending yeah. the conference. And I'm like, wait a minute, I know you. <laughs> Hi, friend. I know. Isn't that pretty neat? But um, it was different with you because I, we actually previously communicated. 
And the fact that we were able to meet in person, like, yeah, I'm a real person. Yeah. A real, genuine connection. I mean, we had that connection, but for it to actually happen in our recording, it's, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. We should I actually, picture, but I, yeah. you had like a speaking engagement at some point, even we're rushing in the same direction. Yeah. Um, how did that go? Um, since I wasn't able to attend that session. I was- oh yeah, it was it was cool. It was my first. By the way, I'm like so overwhelmed with with gratitude that we got to connect. Um yeah, Alex, you know, podcasters uh you know, podcasting as a as an industry, podcasting exists. We understand TV and film and and the way it can be a creative medium. But the way that that business owners are using podcasting as like a creative communication tool, like the way that podcasters fracture the economy that in our group we have so many experts i i happen to come from like the public side of tv and talent development from the the public side the same way i met some people who were in a and r at, at music labels or accountants dentists doctors people who are experts who can show me how to run a team maybe better that i never thought of because i was never exposed to team structure um but what I hear you, what I wanted to comment on was it was really cool to meet you and not have to look down at your name to know your name and to even know your podcast name and to know that that we're spending time enough for me, at least that I spend enough time on Podmatch that if you look at my my iPhone usage, you'll see it in the like top one or two. It's like LinkedIn and then Podmatch usually and yes. then Good Pods. I um I feel like the Podmatch community is a really special community of podcast hosts and guests and as a guest not as a host not as anything i've done in my special career that makes me feel anything special about anything but as a guest i just get to show up as me and i look at it as like thanksgiving dinner you know i I prepare and i know the names i gotta know the kids and what sport everyone's in and or not in and what's the talent and um what's my dessert what am i bringing but also i'm bringing a goodie bag because i want to bring some stuff home with me it changes it changes my experience and getting to go to something like pod fest where i got to meet so many pod matchers was really cool to 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 see some of my goals coming true because my goal is not to be a number one podcaster my goal is when i'm in a top spot in podcasting i want to know the room i i miss, i love that about mtv i got to start my job with like beyonce mandy moore yes. and jennifer lopez and ricky martin like crazy names that like um Amazing. you know i that that they, they were getting started the same time we were getting started and that's kind of what I, I get to experience now with with you specifically and other podcasters um because there was a point in time where people said reality tv is growing too fast are you afraid it's crowded market and look at it now and they say the same thing about podcasting <laughs> <laughs> that's true i didn't get a chance to hit in on those particular sessions but um, it was just so awesome to make all those connections and networking and the fact that I recognized your name. <laughs> I feel a lot of guest responses and I feel really bad because there's probably a thousand in like another planet waiting for me. Yeah. Um and just it was just so cool making that real life connection. And there was like another um real life kind of connection as well. Um, to someone who appeared on my show and I appeared on theirs. Cool. I mean, met him. Um, I am blanking on his name. I think his, he goes by Wiz and the podcast is Stuck in Your Mind podcast. But um, it was just so cool. That whole experience was awesome. Um, I have like stickers and notebooks um, from everyone. I have stickers. My, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I love them. <laughs> but um, I love it. It's kind of like it's kind of like it reminds me those stickers in my book remind me of like my experience at the convention. Um, There's a part of you that's with me now our conversation, you know, the experience of recognizing someone and connecting with them and realizing that we had the power right then to do something about you know to to fix to close the gap on why we hadn't recorded yet but isn't that cool that life needed us to meet each other in person to make that happen and that we could do something, you know, like, I just think that's, 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 that's the power I think that I'm seeing in podcasting versus like the influencer market where it's more about the creator economy of a post to post, but, but podcasters are really setting themselves up to be sources of story, not just storytellers. Uh, Storytellers are our guests, but what I see podcasters doing is being the source of stories. And when you're the source, you know, that's a proven track record of, of 
having a point of view and um, having access and having output that allows you to have more visibility and more shareability that leads to discoverability, right? If, if it's just more visible and it's not more shareable, then what's to, dis- what's to discover? How could I discover you? If there's no piece for me to share, how could I possibly, you know, share that? And I think that's what I like about this like creative world that we're all in and how we can use right. podcasting as a creative communication tool. The same way Jessica Simpson did in the early 2000s, probably before we were watching MTV. I mean, she, newlyweds. So I know newlyweds, right? Where, where everybody thought, everyone had a, an opinion about what a woman should do in, in the house, in a, in, a, in a marriage, in the kitchen, um, what, a, what a woman's size should be as a singer, how much she should dance, how much she should sing. And what, what MTV did, I think that they got right, was they gave the cameras to, to Jessica and said, here's, we'll give you 30 minutes, not just three minutes for a music video. And what she gave us was something we all could, you know, relate to, which was honesty and transparency. And in that, a whole different woman emerged that is a billionaire brand right now because of how, you know, empowered she is and owning her own story. And like, that's something we have control over by, by creating content, by being a guest, by creating these small pieces that we allow ourselves to share on social. And if you're listening to this, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, my recommendation personally, and, and don't do what I do, but do it or else <laughs> go to the five-star reviews, right? Go to the five-star reviews, leave Deanna five-star, let this be the episode that gets you to the five-star review point. And then what I'm going to beg you to do is take a photo, a snapshot of it and share it with me on Instagram, share it with Dion for sure. But like copy me, I'm a whole long name, but like go search (laughs) through Dion's friends and I'm in there. You'll find me that way. And tag me in it. Sharing is the largest action we can do. the, the The best thing we can do is to share our experiences. So I appreciate the five-star reviews for my friend Dion, but sharing and caring will actually lead to discoverability and that's what we're looking for so she can sustain the message right like so you can bring in the income to not have to worry about other ways but to be able to sustain the message to make the impact you want on your terms because this ain't 1999 you're not waiting for a casting director like me to tap you on the shoulder at a concert and be like now's your chance you're like yo i got i got my chance guy thank you i got (laughs) i have full control over my content you want to know something you have that some of those celebrities don't content (laughs) they sell it they sell it to the network it's there it's the networks what you have here this is the stuff that we're going to be able to bundle together as podcasters in the future and say well if you want it then you know we're all going to bundle together and that's how we're going to monetize and i see a whole future of of how we can leverage intellectual property specifically podcasting because in my opinion easier than anything video yeah. so, and, and also it's distributed easier than television like you just need a one-time connection to the internet to get the file that's it that's pretty powerful when you when you look at wi-fi access globally so I get really excited and cheesed out <laughs> about I love this. From, a, from a creative communication perspective. And I just, I've always don't know why I'm wired that way, but. I, I feel like I'm wired <laughs> that way as well. Um, I mean, before I got into podcasting um, as a platform, as a medium, I've um, actually the year before, um, I want to say, obviously I started in 2020. Like many other podcasters, I come to realize um, at the convention um, in 2019, I started doing spoken word videos um, because I have a way with poetry, hence the word component. Um, cool. Um, because I have a way with words. Um, and I still do to this day, technically, since I have it as a title. Um, so, me getting into that particular creative aspect was kind of foreshadowing. Um, I think that's the right word, foreshadowing the events that were to come. Um, obviously, um, in 2020 is when I started the podcast, but me being diagnosed with diabetes is what led um, to that ultimate decision, um, which I can get into later. Um, I seem to explain that a lot on my podcast, so I'm not going to do too much of that. But um, so spoken word poetry, um, which in the first season of my podcast, I kind of explained that. Um, to a couple people, um, I think Alex, because <laughs> he listened in, he wasn't in a hurry. Um, but for the first season of my show, I shared my poetry. 
escape trade because I'm a Christian and just um, that was basically the bulk of my first season, just sharing and then sharing the emotional meaning behind it to the best of my ability. Um, to any new listeners, um, tune into this episode. Do not tune into the first season. Um, I would not be crushed if you do not turn into the first season. Um, the first season, I'm just like a duck who doesn't know how to swim. And it happens like, <laughs> Me too. I'm I not can the relate. best swimmer in general. Um, I'm good <laughs> with just swimming in the kiddie side of the pool. Um, <laughs> That's what mermaids are for. The when all you need to do is stand up, and you know, when the kid like he's thinking he's drowning and he's splashing, and all he needs to do is stand up. And <laughs> I, I feel like that. I'm I feel like, that way. But um, I can relate. So the creative aspect, um, <laughs> obviously words being vocal, um, the video component which comes into play, obviously here, um, and then the fact that I well I'm not studying anymore. Um, my major in college was graphic design. So um, there's another creative component as well. The yeah. fact that I'm good with technology. Um, technology is on my side because normally this conversation would have freezed at some point. So um, clearly they understand the power of storytelling at the core of it, hence not freezing. So poetry, graphics, um, the fact that I was able to create a dope cover art. Um, I feel, I mean, it was on my business card, but um I couldn't like sh show it off as much as I could although people were like really it's not on my phone right now but they were like all happy with my phone yeah never forget that feeling that you got to see them react to that in real life never forget that feeling I would never forget it it was just a regular photo it was winter um I don't even know if I was looking directly at the camera <laughs> microphone it was just a regular picture um unfortunately to those the energy is, isn't it the things we we uh we don't see that we do see isn't that the beauty in, yeah. in a photo or, or an image sometimes so um i have my podfest photo now as my lock screen i think it's just as cool though because i have my <laughs> um which is hanging in my room um i might wear it later in a silly video um but yes creativity as a whole is just so cool um, the fact that I was able to use my expertise in like Photoshop and graphics, I was able to, because the original photo, the original photo is obviously in color with me wearing like a pink shirt. And then my father took the photo and made it red and, and like kind of grayed me out or something. Um, and it was so cool how he did that. It was only like cool. a photo app thing um, because even, and he's like a real source when it comes to source tech telling of any kind because he was a radio personality for wrxb right here in florida many 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 moons ago so he knows um, a thing or two about audio huh yes he's he knows a thing <laughs> or two about audio he even met destiny's child as well he's like awesome he, he, he made a he was that he made a name for himself well um, let's get him on this episode <laughs> <laughs> cut to that episode right cut to his sound bites right now <laughs> well um and now he's like a mental health um, licensed counselor so yeah important father like daughter <laughs> yeah really important it's so, insensitive it sounds like insensitive to the creative process right like it's a it's an emotional journey it's not just it's not just turn on a camera and go there's like a, a real breath system and vibe and the type of water the temperature of the water the music that i'm listening to it all it all really matters um i got i got my, i got my start working at mtv so i actually learned how to like get goals accomplished based on how long a music video was so i'd be like this is a three minute video I'm going to write one letter out to one person in three minutes. And I would have like these games because, you know, back then, I, well, you don't know, but the MTV used to be, it used to play music videos <laughs> and before I got there and, um, or we got there in, in the late nineties. And so there was plenty of time to learn how to, and I, I remember just knowing where I needed to be and writing a letter, but that, that sense of an awareness of time helps me those boundaries, those small boundaries, help me stay, um, you know, positive minded, you know, setting, setting, setting small goals that are easily achievable, as well as the large ones are just as important. And, and that's a way that I was able to find some some self confidence back then um, at MTV, where when I didn't know I didn't have it, where I was just looking to everyone else for, you know, 
validation because there was no social media. So I didn't get to have the likes that, you know, I had no positive affirmation other than my job would say, well done, Vin, you know, every year, here's a, here's a state. Good job. I had a very wonderful career at MTV and I got to pay off my student loans come from a very low income family of at that point four. Um, I thought like, I thought 15, $20,000 was a tremendous amount of money. I thought I couldn't understand that the house, most households are making 60, 70, 80, even a hundred. I couldn't imagine people in New York city making a hundred and I couldn't imagine that type of world. And my world was so small, but it's all that I knew. And I had so much confidence in it. So I was lucky to not have some of those criminalizing thoughts, not criminalizing, marginalizing thoughts, you know, the ones that sort of make you smaller. Um, That didn't happen until I was 40. (laughs) And then I had my, am I doing the right thing? But I had to follow my intention, my gut. And I went back and I talked to my friends that got me here and they gave me clarity on it. And it led me to new friends like you. Awesome. So um, I want to get to our question. Um, Obviously creativity, communication, all are interwoven and connected also have we were able to do this episode yeah. um, so i want to get to my question i've been dying to ask this um so obviously you worked with mtv um how long would you say before i get to my question what from 1998 to oh from 1998 to 2007 2007 yeah. okay so um that's a big wide, about 10 years 10 years okay so that's a big dynamic obviously so would you say um in that time span or Mm -hmm. even now because mtv is still a pretty huge market Mm -hmm. um, would you say that it is still about the music or more about reality tv um i would say that it's still about the audience okay mtv is actually so so i want to change the perspective a bit and 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 say that it's all about the the audience and sometimes the audience cares more about music sometimes they care more about stories and storytelling um i was at mtv in the late 90s um where mtv had been a music network um for 20 for almost 19 years it came out in 81 so like 17 18 19 years old it was when i started working there with always just music videos um until the osborne's newlyweds and punked and those those came out um and then Pimp My Ride and Yo Mama and, and all the dating shows that we used to, you know, we used to do so that uh, next, I think you mentioned earlier, which threw me back. Um, and what I would say is this, what I noticed about my time at MTV was I was lucky that that kids ran home from school to watch us. I mean, you like you didn't do anything at 330 in 1999, but run home and watch what was happening in real time in Times Square. That was as live as people could get to celebrities. And and that was the power MTV had with its relationship with its audience. So much so that Diddy would always swing by whenever we were live. Mariah would swing by and want to give out ice cream cone. You know, they knew we were live from 3.30 to 4.30. They would announce things, they would break up. There would be, you know, big things that happened in that time because the world was watching. so when I got there, I think that it was at a mo- point in time where we started. So if MTV then was about cameras on the audience watching the artist, I think that's the kind of the point in time I got there. I think that what we did was give the camera to the artists like Ashton Kutcher and the Osbournes and Jessica and Gungo, Wilmer and go on and on. Um, and gave them the camera and said, all right, we trust you. We trusted you with three minutes. Now we trust you with 30 minutes. Now we trust you as storytellers. And the interesting part is when I left in 07, they took the cameras away from those celebrities and they were giving them to the actual audience members. So the Hills, Laguna Beach, Jersey Shore, all of a sudden the, 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 it was no longer about the audience getting to see or be a part of the celebrity world, but it was more focused on the celebrity world. And that's when social media also simultaneously allowed people to, through the palm of their hands, not have to go to a channel like MTV to a casting call and be told no, because for whatever reason, and then, you know, we all think, well, because I'm not this and I'm not that. And for all those reasons that now we get to show up 
and and own our content by the way let alone participate in it because of our smartphones because of our iphones that's pretty powerful so i loved being at mtv when the audience was there million i mean like you don't understand there was a point in time where we as as tv executives would have this thing called walter w-a-l-t-e-r we all like to earn ratings mandatory meeting and we'd be like uh our our numbers are down we're getting about like a 2.1 which was almost like a little over 2 million eyeballs on something in a day on, on a show and it used to be you can see that number going down lower but you saw kim kardashian's twitter numbers going higher you saw i forgot i forgot who it was on facebook but it was a person not a brand maybe maybe it was paris hilton to be honest who <laughs> who kind of like set the tone, the rush to the first million on a Facebook group. Um, so much so that when I left in 07, my first job was helping Macy's get to their first million followers on Facebook. That's how important uh, growing your audience began. And I saw all those numbers from TV go down and then all the other numbers in social media go up. <laughs> and I'm very grateful to have worked with the Kardashians in the early years of awesome. Twitter. Yeah, Chris Kardashian, she made me <laughs> tens of thousands of dollars. I was real happy working with them back in those Twitter days. <laughs> so weird about to help me buy a house and get out of student debt and like have live the life that you know and and have a career and be able to create the energy that I I thrive on. Okay, Vinny, we're at my favorite part of the show, which is the icebreaker segment. Yay! Oh, oh, ch <sighs> <laughs> I should have a soundboard, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I <laughs> see, why do I need a soundboard when I can just? <laughs> so I'll start with the question. Um, you are an author. I realized that from your profile and the fact that um, you discussed it briefly um throughout my rush eating um general. <laughs> um, so um, this question might come pretty easy to you. Um. Oh, I noticed you're using a sure mic. Um, I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to give them a shout out because they gave me some really cool, funny pictures. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Great people. Great company. Very, very supportive. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, that's not the question, obviously, but cool mic. Um, so <laughs> because you're an author, this question might come easy to you. Um, if you had to come up with a title right at this precise moment, cool art in the background and all cool microphone your pod match pin which i don't have anything to flex 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 um, <laughs> what would it be uh, um it would say it would be called um oh gosh that's funny i feel like uh I feel like I don't know the I, I know the character is in my film but I don't know that I don't know maybe it would say um uh filming and it would say filming in progress <laughs> <laughs> um with a, with a danger mark next to it and says um that says creativity is contagious maybe <laughs> but coming out of the pandemic I might not call it that because that might you know that might be triggering but oh. that would be like what I would want it to feel like <laughs> it is a smile is as contagious as a yawn is, by the way. Um, so uh, now that I'm aware of that, and I know that's what it takes to bring more smiles into this world, um, I would focus on that. Beautiful. Um, so my title, it hasn't really changed. Um, I would have, I kind of um, expressed this by attending some sessions to the best of my ability, um, which is Warrior for Change. Um, I should have like hallmarked that on a t-shirt or something. Yeah, so get on it. Put it out there. Get it's not too late. It's not too late. From Glassbox. I um like <laughs> um they did not sponsor me to do that. Yet. Um yes, Glassbox hooked me up. But um um I feel like being a warrior for change um really exemplifies my whole journey. Um just to give you a beef a beef a brief um slightly interwoven behind the scenes look into my life see i love how i tied that in there um, um for the first years of my life i couldn't hear or talk 
So, um, <laughs> so it took me a while to be immersed into the MTV call. Wow, yeah. <laughs> um, because obviously I have to be aware of hearing it in order to enjoy it. But um, so basically from the jump, I've been pretty different than most. And I had to overcome those struggles, ADHD. Um, it really comforted me knowing that there were some people who are speaking that had ADHD. Like, okay, um, it's perfectly normal to have that and be a podcaster. Yeah. So, so those struggles, um, being diabetic in 2020, all of those um, factors, which are not the gloss and glamour um, people come to expect when they see the smile, but um, it just really exemplifies my life's journey, my mental health struggles, being on a creative platform such as this one, and just amplifies my voice and other people's voices specifically. Just this forum is creative, but also therapeutic, I feel, for my listeners and new listeners, whoever tunes into this. Five stars, woo! <laughs> um, it just really represents who I am. Um, warrior for change or basically the word specifically was placed in my heart um in 2020 i feel like god made that a calling in a in my life for a reason and that's why i have this podcast that's why i have this wonderful conversation with you and that's why i'm so grateful for podfest expo for us meeting and yeah. alex from podmatch <laughs> see that on the camera I'll have to tag him in the episode notes um, because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been able to attend my first conference, make all these connections, and for us to finally do this episode. So yeah. I'm grateful that everything is connected and my life's title will not change. It's 2023. Um, this is the first episode I've recorded in 2023, and <laughs> I just realized that. Um, so um yes, it's never going to change. And I feel like it can apply to anyone and even you. Yeah, I agree. By the way, it's got, it's got legs as they'd say in TV, it's got legs, which <laughs> means it's, it's got, it's built for a marathon, you know, uh, it's not easy. And then once you build it, we have to nurture it and connect new audience members to it. And there's a lot of responsibility that comes with creating it. But I'll tell you what, it all starts in owning who you are and to hear you be empowered and to know exactly what direction you're going in. I can't tell you how many of those celebrity names that we mentioned uh, that sat down and, and we sat down one-on-one -on -one and said, I have no clue what direction to go in next. I can't tell you how many people I've had that conversation with. And it's a normal conversation. I asked myself that conversation and someone, I had that conversation with myself and one other person. That was a weird way of saying it. <laughs> I had a conversation with someone <laughs> um, and, uh, and she changed my life. She's the one who told me, if you're good at databases, go out and take out a casting, do a casting notice, take out a casting notice and see what happens. Um, by the way, I never even really say this much, but um, I'll tell you who that person was. Okay. I did a class called a Landmark Forum in New York, and the person who told me to do that was Robin Quivers, who is the producer on Howard Stern for a zillion years. And if it weren't for her telling me to do that, maybe even in passing, I think, but like I took it to heart and I went and did it. And then it launched a whole career for me. So I'm open for opportunities. I'm open to opportunities. Um, and that's why when, you know, anything worth having is, is worth the long haul. That's why I went, well, if, if it took us meeting and being in the same room to look at each other's phones and finally lock in some time. I mean, that's what, that's what this is about connection. Podmatch lets us have a connection. It's not just about booking an episode and yeah. in and out of each other's lives. You know, we're hopefully building a stronger community of podcasters there. And, I, I wear the pin, you know, we're wearing this pin pod match jokingly the entire time, by the way, because it's the cutest little button ever. But if you got one, you got one. And if you don't, you got to come to the next convention to get it. <laughs> That's it. This has been fun, Dion. This has been fun. Yes. On to the fun part, which we kind of spoiled, but we're still going to do it. Okay. <laughs> it's an icebreaker game. Dun, 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 dun. <sighs> Um, so how it works is it's called Song Association. Okay. It's your musical 
background and TV, music, limelight, Beyonce, hello. Um, You should be good at this game. Uh Okay. You'd be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I know I worked at MTV. I only know like the clean lyrics to all the songs, by the way. It's true. I would be out at the clubs in in the early 2000s. I'd hear a song. I'd be like, Jay-Z sings about what? (laughs) What is this song about? (laughs) What is? I had no clue. So, I'm just going to dance this one. I'm just going to dance. You guys sing it. I'll dance it. That would <laughs> No. I mean, as much as I would I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Hey, this is about the guests and I'm just laughable cuz um I don't participate in technique. Oh, great. Thanks. So it's just me. You throw out a word and I sing? Yes. Um you sing it. Um okay. it has to be an actual song in okay. existence. You can't make it up. You can't replace hot dog with hamburger like you can't replace the word oh god forbid i would Uh, never um no you'd be surprised surprised. um oh really people trying yes um it can't be the name of the artist like franklin popcorn or hamilton timberlake gotcha the actual song you actually have to try to sing it to some vocal capacity you can't just say it People okay. saying it. I'm All right, I'm ready. <clears throat> but here's the funny part. Oh, I thought that was the, what's the funny part. You don't have the luxury of time. Um, not oh, anymore. <laughs> this is our second time doing this. Um, you have 15 seconds from the time I give you the word to sing it, rap it, yodel it. Someone actually has tried yodeling this song. Oh, cool. Um, 15 but, seconds of like silent I can be? No, 15 seconds oh. you using Oh, okay. <laughs> I got to get it done in 15. All right. All right. Brain to find some songs. Okay. Um, and then if you mess up, I give you an example. So, okay, perfect. Oh, that's very kind of you. Yes. So, <laughs> um because we because normally I would use words that my audience are familiar with but technically you know them already so we have to change it up so okay. um, ah see this notebook is already helping me already <laughs> uh-oh so your first word is real oh um okay uh, real love I'm searching for real love, someone to calm my heart. <laughs> real love, I'm searching for some real love. Is this how it goes? <laughs> that is how it goes. I'm All right. Sure. Um, I Sorry, y'all. <laughs> oh yeah, that's I'm real. And you I don't even know those. I, I don't even know. That's like, a, that's funny. That's like an MTV song in the background for me. Yes. That's funny. That's so cool. Okay. <laughs> Man, I got to think of a harder one now. Oh, you no. I thought this was going to be easy and fun. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be easy and fun, but you'll be surprised how quickly the brain shuts off. All right. I'm um, experiencing it. <laughs> um, let me see if I can figure it Were you at the How the Moon party at all? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm, I can't think of a song because I loved that midnight. Um, ah, uh, mm, uh, okay. I thought I thought I thought of one. Um, this might be cheating because I'm sure there's a song for this, for this in every millennia. Um, <laughs> so the song or word is night. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, gonna be tonight, tonight, tonight. I don't know that's gonna slide. <laughs> that's like the hook. Um, tonight. This is maybe the part. Tonight, oh, when you will be here in my arms, waiting for tonight. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hey, okay. Yeah. Is that a stretch? Waiting. Oh, that's waiting for tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I was okay. Was there an easier option? No, 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 no. You a more it. obvious one. You got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Darn. I mean, the thing is, we did this game already, and that's why I'm changing the words. Okay. All right. The last word 
of the round. We're not going to do a bonus round. Okay. Unless I feel like it. All right. Oh, gosh. The last word is step. Step by step. Ooh, baby. Gonna get to you, girl. Step one, one. We could have lots right. of fun. Step two, two. There's I so much we can do. It. Step three. <laughs> it's just you and me. <laughs> you could not use this anywhere. <laughs> Only friends, man. Only friends. <laughs> I was thinking that of that song. It's really cheesy. It's a theme song, but I never watched it. There you oh, go. Watched you it. know what? The best part about watching New Kids on the Block in concert I actually went to the I theater. Saw that and I, song too. That I thought to myself, oh man, I'm gonna go to the new kids on the block. I'm gonna be like the only I'm gonna be the oldest guy there. And then I looked on stage and I wasn't. <laughs> it's nice to see those guys who've really created a space in music uh, for for a brotherhood like that. And um obviously there are so many other groups, boy groups that I got to work with that at MTV that just seeing yeah. that relationship over time is, is ridiculous, but <laughs> fun, times. fun times. Name some you've worked with, please. Oh my, <laughs> well, don't forget MTV, you know, before um, Diddy did making the band with Danity Kane, it was called making the band and that's where O-Town came from. So O-Town is one of the first and actually in creating O-Town, there was a casting process and one of the people who didn't get picked for um one of the actors who didn't get picked for uh o-town back then ended up having a really really big career um in, on on a very big hit show called glee actually <laughs> shout out to maddie fresh uh matthew morrison uh, but it was actually uh, Matthew Morrison uh, and a couple other guys that didn't make O-Town. They were in a, a boy band, a different boy band. Um, Element? Element. L-M-N-T, it was called. And um, <laughs> I'm showing, and they would, we, they would all hang out, the, you know, um, as they're, you know, moving around. And I'll never forget when Maddie got Hairspray. And then just really from, from Hairspray on Broadway, it really became, you know, a really... I mean, a, a dialed in performer, um, but those boy bands really gave me access to, to phenomenal people. Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees, all of 98 Degrees, uh, help he's, getting to work with Joey. I'm What's sorry, that? Interrupt. Um, did you know he's running a dating show on Netflix, which is incredibly popular now? That's awesome. Yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me because he's get, <laughs> getting in front of the camera and getting people to do awesome things was he was, he's always been good at that, by the way. And Joey Fatone is too. Those two had a lot of fun. They were able to use their celebrity in a really fun, inclusive, unique way. I really, I learned a lot from those people who, who had a lot of access, you know? Um, I got to work with uh, uh, Rich Cronin, God rest his soul, but uh, one of the boys from LFO, I don't know if you know, Ella, I you know, I, I like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> that song, but she looks fly in the summer. In the summer, <laughs> those um, you know, I got to work with some really cool artists that that um showed me a lot of respect at a point in time where, uh, as a gay man, I didn't know where I fit in in this world, and it was actors and athletes and artists who ultimately gave me the confidence to stand in my authority. Now I know well enough to find that on my own terms and I no longer seek external validation to get there. But that's also why when I do my podcast as I have a podcast, so I can go back and talk to all my friends that I know see the best part of me and I see the best part in them. And we've proven it over and over and year after year. And uh, I had that career in television and it was unique. I think that everyone has the ability to have that type of career in podcasting because it's all about the people and um, how we connect with each other and what we do afterwards. So it's a, it's a really powerful tool. I cheese out, right? I geek out over this stuff. But so do I. I wouldn't even know what I was. I didn't even know what I was going to do when I was in college. I have like a business degree in theater management. I wanted to maybe like be a Broadway producer, maybe. I don't know. That's kind of like what I thought I would do. But back when I was in college, there was only 20 musicals. And it was the same 20 musicals over and over again. Like they didn't even have rent came out when I was in school. And it was like, even that was like edgy for us. <laughs> We're like, well, we got to sing crazy for you. Damn Yankees. I don't know. You know, 
it's cool where theater is at now it's resilient and it's it's a, it serves a whole different audience than it used to it's really cool yeah 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 Hamil yeah exactly are you kidding hamilton that that's like that's so Even cool. Lemon, well, um, I didn't expect this. Um, because if you're a celebrity, you I don't know if you even really interact with your fan base. Sure you do. That's why you do it. That's true. I I was like, oh, maybe they have someone who just like works for them and says something inspirational and then sends it to the fans. Um, <laughs> um but Lynn Manuel Miranda actually messaged because I like emailed him like, oh, I love your work. I love In the Heights. I love Hamilton. He actually messaged me back where like sent me a postcard in the mail. So cool. And it was so awesome. It's like, yeah, oh, good guy. keep doing what you're doing with your show. And it's so cool. And that like really made my day. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and I love that. I love that he probably knows that. That's why he takes the time to do it. That's really important. Yes. So we can keep talking about Hamilton all day long. <laughs> um, this is an awesome show, Disney Plus, if you don't have it. Yeah. What about Hot Seat for you? What's your favorite Hamilton song? Uh, <clears throat> okay. Of course, that was going to happen on my show. Um, <laughs> song for me. Mm, let me see. I, um, do I have it on my phone? Again, I bought the rights to this music, so... <laughs> Hamilton. Uh, dang it, is it not gonna show? Favorite song. Of course, my phone's being weird. Hamilton. Right. Okay, this I I have a couple, but I'm just gonna see if I can. I am. Okay, I'm not trying to play the whole song, um, but yeah, <laughs> um, I was like kind of like singing that in my head during the convention because this is yeah. my to make a name for myself and my show. So um, that's it. Hey, yo, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry. <laughs> me and my family watched that heavily. So good. It was it so well done, right? Time. So well done. I thought so yeah. too. Yes, and then in the Heights came and we would watch that and sing. Crying, that. hysterical. I wish New York was like that in the Heights. I wish. My dad, and <laughs> of course, I'm going to share my dad because he's just the awesome on the universe. Um, he was like born in like the Bronx and the projects, and so he understood like how like cone um uh what's the drink uh, icy drink they call that um that's something i don't know now because i'm from new york but like he understood the neighborhood and the community and all that and that's probably why he raised me and my sisters and brothers so right because um just to be yeah people, so um, god bless yeah same I, my i grew up in staten island so we're i think we're drinking from the same well <laughs> yes um, and we can keep talking about the awesomeness of our families, but I don't want to. And so it is. All good things must come to an end. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Um, but before we end this fiesta of fun, um, please share with my audience about your book, your show. Just plug away. Um, <laughs> keep it simple. Yeah, because this, this is something you brought up and it's what brought us together. Podmatch, uh, the platform. You know, imagine, imagine the, the best matchmaker that you've ever met. And now imagine that you're saying, well, I got, I'm, I'm not single. I don't need a matchmaker, but as a podcaster, it just connects people to talk and it allows us to collaborate in a, in a really cool way. This is a little book I got to help write called Podmatch Guest Mastery. It's on Amazon. Um, if you find me by chance in like the author section, connect with me as an author. That's my favorite place to connect on Amazon. Um, anything I talked about, I have on vpe.tv. So that's uh, Victor Paul Edward, Vinny Podestivo Entertainment, Verified Podcast Exchange, vpe.tv. TV and that'll get you to all the resources that I talked about. And if you just want to like say hi and what's up and just like be social, I'm on LinkedIn a lot and I do social audio hours there where we hold office hours and we just sort of do some body doubling and proxy work and just, just to sort of have community. Cause I miss, I miss being able to walk down the hall and see all my friends. That was a, a benefit of working to MTV, but 
I work from home and I choose to, and I choose to work with people who are also out and about and making a big impact. So any way I can help make the content that you're creating elevate your, your impact and make more impact uh, than I am set up to help you. And I'm here as a servant to connect you to success. So I appreciate the space again. Of course. Um, yeah. Thank you, Vinny. This was a wonderful episode. Um, and I'm just so honored that someone of your caliber, your experience, took an interest and appearing on my show. Truly, it was such an honor. Um, and we talked some old school MTV, which is pretty funny. Yeah. I was a very little tight when it came <laughs> um, but still a popular um, medium and still to this day. So um, again, to my listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you want Vinny to do a bonus round because he kind of had the inside scoop into this <laughs> game, let me know. Um, you can find us um, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, new content is coming um, to the show. Um, so just stay tuned for that. We will be start showing on LinkedIn now. Um, yes. share, um Some much needed advice from the PodFest Expo. Um, we will try to branch out more on LinkedIn. Um, I've used it as primarily a graphic designer because that's my profession. That's what I graduated with. Um, but creativity as a whole can encompass so much more um, and podcasting included. So again, thank you, Vinny. It's not coming to my head now. <laughs> Podestivo. Podestivo um, for joining me. It was <laughs> such a pleasure. Um, again, to all of my audience, stay tuned for new content. Um, after this conference, I know um, I got to step my game up a bit. And having Vinny on is just one of the many stepping points to making the show stand out. So until next time, you just watched the latest episode, Words of Heart. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to the following platforms. Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, Good Pods, Podchaser, YouTube, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next time.